Hello and welcome to this episode of the Elder Millennials Podcast. This is episode 24. Last week we talked baseball. This week we're going in a completely different direction. You may say that we are going towards the Final Fantasy. Uh, that does not mean that this show is over by any means. Uh, we're not stopping this show. This show's still fun. Uh, I, I make jokes at my co-host Jake all the time, who's joining me. Of course, my name is Josh and I, I host this thing. Okay. Yeah. You've introduced yourself. That, that, that's enough. This is the, this is officially the lethal Lothario and absolute unit episode. All right. Oh God. And, and we're joined, joined by my 685 co-host, Matt, uh, well, who, and the, who, and the, who, the, who and the is, true uh, final fantasy, Josh, is you finding a woman. Savage. Oh, oh, fuck me. You know what? Wow. <laughs> Well, I mean, I got, I, the must... I got the F-bomb out of the way at the beginning of this episode. I didn't swear on the last episode at all, so I got to get it out of my system. You're supposed to whine and dine us first before we fuck you, Josh, okay? <laughs> this is your problem. You need to actually, like, lean into it, like, ease into it, not just yeah. whip it out. Fuck. Hey, but I thought chicks like – never mind. Oh, you know, yeah. We're not going – well, you know, man, Josh, Josh, Josh just—he's he, kind of like—he's uh, kind of like uh, Doc Gallows. He gets stage fright, so he has to cut. So he has to get a kiss before he goes on the air. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible reference. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Not not he, everyone could be banging bitches behind a fucking golden corral at two o'clock in the morning. It's fine. Absolutely you know? not on my list of things to do. You're that's, missing out. You're missing out. Yeah, I'm I, not I was, really. I did that in the '90s. See, that's when it was classy. Uh, you know what? Never mind. We're, we're not going to get And then, then in the 2000s, it was behind the come and go. <laughs> there we go. I like to know who the fuck like, actually came up with that name. They're like, this will work. This, will this work. sounds absolutely terrible. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, like having a cumulative health record and going, yeah, can I get the cum access and, and fucking health tickets and shit? I need access to cum, please. I need cum permissions. For, for, for the record, it's pronounced cum, but it's funny because it's the way spelled it's spelled C-U-M. I know. And, no, yeah. it's, K, it's K-U-M. Over there, it's at least K-U-M, but yeah, it's, it's oh, oh, Lord. Yeah, this episode's already terrible. I'm sorry for everyone that's had to put up with this crap already. Uh, but you know what? You know what? It, since we're going down a very dark road, let's go down a road of fantasy and talk a game that is now... 16-ish games in, and I know they're... 16 mainline games. 16 is the one that was most recently announced. Right. Right, of course there's... That's not counting all the remasters and all of the... uh, Well, I'll leave the last one out because I think think Matt's going to rage on that. (laughs) Okay, so you know what? Let's let's start start this conversation. Let me me do this. Let me me lay the, the... Paint the picture for you. It's 1997, all right? You just got woken up by uh, a Jehovah's Witness knocking on the door. You wake up. You pop open your PlayStation 1. You grab yourself a bowl of whatever fruity pebbles you're eating. You just finished watching Power Rangers, and you're like, you know what? Neither thing, which I did in the 90s. All right. Well, suck and suck. This is Matt's autobiography, by the way. So yeah, in my case, I was grabbing a whole one of those family pack boxes of uh, brown sugar, cinnamon, uh, pop tarts. Valid, totally valid options. Uh, and and you're you're at your cousin's house, and you said, "Hey, I got this new game. It's a weird Japanese thing. It's called Final Fantasy VII." And you're like, seven? Yeah. How many of these fucking games are there? There's only like three of them on the Super Nintendo, right?" Yeah. Oh boy. Well, welcome to the world of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Half of the series up till seven, none of us played because it was all Japanese. Josh may actually have them because he's got the Famicom. I have a Super Famicom for the record. Yeah. I think uh, both, I, do, right? I actually do not have any of the Final Fantasy games on Super Famicom. Oh, you gotta get it. Um, yeah. My Japanese is not that good. I no, just tried, to have it, just like yeah, owning it. I, uh, for, for the record, I have tried to play uh, Super Mario RPG on the Super Famicom. My Japanese is terrible. I can't follow along very well, but I understand how the game plays, so that's how I'm playing it. I'll say, well, funny enough, oddly I mean, enough, you mentioned that it Super Mario RPG came out around the same time as Final Fantasy VII, and which is also games, produced by Square Enix. 
Yeah, both, both Square Enix games, lots of Final Fantasy reference in uh, Super Mario RPG, especially that uh, secret boss fight against Kulex. But uh, it's very funny, the mm-hmm. level of graphical fidelity between the two consoles having around roughly the same period of time, uh, sharing, sharing that same shelf space almost. It's, it's kind of wild, uh, mm-hmm. really, how, how far we've come in such a short amount of time. To where Final Fantasy VII, when that came out, the most cinematic experience you had playing a video game was, oddly enough, Final Fantasy VI. If you play yeah. Final Fantasy VI, you get through the first third of the game, uh, a really big moment is when you make it to the opera house. And there is a full-on opera song and play that you're a part of in that game with the, with the song that and ha- has, like, lyrics That to happens it. in Final Fantasy IX, for the record. Yeah, but we're, I'm talking yeah, about so before. I'm talking about before up to that point. Chronologically, as a as a gamer, you're in the Super Nintendo space, and that was like, whoa, this is like some big shit. Like as a kid, I didn't understand. I'm like, yo, this shit sucks. I don't want to be singing no girl music. I probably said some sort of like other stuff that would get me canceled these days because that's what you said back in the '90s. But yeah. when when it came to Final Fantasy VII, the jump from six to seven was so fucking huge. Yeah, it was astronomical. The 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 remember the marketing campaign? You couldn't get away from Final Fantasy Seven. This was marketed as the big next big blockbuster film that you will be the star of. You're going to be the main character controlling this well, thing. And, and and graphics wise, it was Yeah, this is an exaggeration, but it was almost like going from Super Mario Brothers to Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say it's like that level, that level of like, oh, my God. Yeah, because yeah. this is the first time you're going from 2D to 3D. Polygons, you have a full camera. It's a very sweeping orchestral soundtrack. Cause this is now you have CD audio as well. Yeah, because it, it controlled like no other game on the Super Nintendo. Actually, no game on Nintendo until the 64 came out. Yeah, yeah. It was so ahead of its time. Yeah, it's funny how much they, knowing now what I do, I have the uh, um, Final Fantasy Ultimania Archive hardcover book where they talk mm. about the development of the game in it and the interviews with the uh, the staff and how they used uh, to, to create the scenes. It's essentially a giant JPEG that you're yep. running around on with just little areas that will your character will bounce off of. It is very genius how they use those high-quality images to, to mash as much graphical fidelity into this little box, the little PlayStation that could. Well, and, and the freaking world map on 7. Mm-hmm. The moment you leave Midgar. Now, this is funny. I'm a, if, if, if you guys will indulge me on this story, is that when my cousin and I first played Final Fantasy 7, we go and play. We're going through the game. This is our first time ever playing Final Fantasy since we played 6. We played Super Mario RPG, but we weren't, like, fully indoctrinated RPG heads. And this was, like, the first major game we played on the PlayStation. And we pop in. First thing we go, we go, holy shit, there's three discs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? How, what, how do you do this? I've never played a game with multiple pieces of media in it before. So how is this going to happen? We have to swap discs? How is it going to work? I don't know. And this is the things you do when you're, like, 14 years old, going, like, what the hell is going to happen next? Well, you pop see, in the see, game. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have that problem because before I played Final Fantasy VII, there was an old DOS game mm-hmm. in the early Windows 95 era called Star Trek Deep Space Nine Harbinger. Oh, nice. Which to this day is still the best Star Trek video uh, Star Trek video game ever created. People can talk about Star Trek Online all they want, but, I mean, Matt will know what I mean when I say oh, it's, yeah. made by, it's made by freaking Cryptic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all you have to say about that. Like, you um, already know. So I was already used to multi-game, multi-disc games, because that one was three discs before Final Fantasy VII ever came out. Yeah. What's funny, my multiple disc background was like playing Doom, and you mm-hmm. had multiple floppy disks to do the install. So the yeah. us being idiots, I think the first thing we thought were like, wait, do we have to put this in and then put the next one in, then the next one in <laughs> to get it to play? It's like, no, you just pop in the first one, it goes. Yeah. And when we go in, this is also the time we didn't have a memory card. 
Yep. And we didn't know what a memory card was, because remember, we just came from Super Nintendo. You saved your games to the cartridge. There wasn't a secondary part to save your games. It just happened to be on the cartridge. So with the new CD-based uh, master race we have going on here, we're, we're playing, and we get to our first save point, and my cousin's like, oh, we should save our game. Yeah, let's save our progress. And we hit it, and we go to save. It says, no memory card detected. We're like, the fuck? <laughs> what, what do you mean, no mem- memory card? We see the slot in it. And this is like, we're, we're that new to the PlayStation at the time. It's like one of our first games. And we're like, oh, shit, we don't have a memory card. This is Saturday we're playing. So it's Saturday night. We're playing this game, and we're, you know, we're like 14 years old. And I'm like, yo, Zach, like, my cousin, like, your mom needs to take us to Best Buy to get a a memory card. And it's like, well, they're asleep right now. We have to wait until tomorrow. We're like, well, okay, we'll play, and we'll just leave it on until we'll just play through until we get to the Best Buy. Point. And we're playing the game all night, up into the next morning, staying up all night, we're hustling through, we're getting through all of Disc 1, up through Midgar, up through getting up to uh, Shinra Tower, we get to the fight, the first fight with Genova, and Genova has poison damage, and we did not uh, account for this poison damage, <laughs> we fucking died, we were, it was probably the greatest fight of our lives at that point in any video game, because the stakes were real, we were doing a hardcore run before that was ever a thing, yeah. like, we were like, this is it, do or die, you only get one shot, and we died, and I shit you not, when we died two hours later, his mom came in and was like, hey, you want me to take you to Best Buy? I'm like, god damn it! <laughs> just that last just a little bit longer, we would have made it, but that's, that's you know, those are things that kids these days have no idea, no clue, no no idea what the hell the concept of a memory card would really be in terms of a, of a gaming console. Speaking of, I still have all my PlayStation memory cards, but... uh can 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 I can I put an honest confession out here? Shoot, I have yet to finish any of the Final Fantasy games I've started. <laughs> You've never like beaten the final boss, got to the credits? No, no. I've done it on some of the old NES ones. Seven, I have tried multiple times, and every time I seem to find a different secret that gives me more power before I reach the boss that killed that. Stocked me cold, and then this time I'm stopped on like Hojo number three in that battle. Oh yeah! So I'm just gonna restart, and then I'm gonna use a walkthrough so I can get all the freaking material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I finished I finished this Final Fantasy VII remake uh, in, in a weekend. Yeah, I never finished I never finished ten because the main male character in it pisses me off just how how much of the just a douche canoe he is. So I take it you're not a Meg Ryan fan then. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, there, that popped Josh. Yeah, there we go. For all of you old people listening to this podcast, yeah, Titus. His name's Titus, by the way, which I don't like it, but it's spelled like Titus, but it's Titus, which is already off-putting. His horrible laugh. Like, I wish, like, uh, producer Jake can right here just put in the the Titus laugh. This fake fucking laugh scene with him and that's just cringeworthy, but it's now a meme today that we can laugh at. Uh, And he looks like Meg fucking Ryan in all the weirdest ways. Uh, if Meg Ryan was a tall, muscular, like, hot, like, like, soccer dude, I guess, that would be Titus. God, I hate Titus. I can't stand him. I love Blitzball, but I can't stand okay, him. Okay, 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 okay. Titus. And the, uh, and see, like, Lightning was not a bad character. Yeah. Sarah was not a bad character. No. What's funny is Lightning is probably the closest approximation to Cloud, though, the main yeah. character of Final Fantasy VII, than any other protagonist in the Final Fantasy series. And I think that's what they were banking on when they did 13 is because everyone, when you play Final Fantasy VII, Cloud was the guy. And if you ever watch friend of the show, uh, Tim, Tim Rogers, he, yeah. he did a whole YouTube series called A Slow Retranslation of Final Fantasy VII. He knows he's fluent in Japanese and English, and he played both games side by side, and he shows you different uh, text boxes. And in the Japanese – God bless the American team for trying to get this game to make fucking sense in English because it was a slog for them <laughs> to figure out yeah. what the hell this weird game was with live streams and materia and, and having this dude who thinks he's a guy who's playing a guy who's disguised as a guy. Um, 
in cloud and try to get these characters, these voices out, but also make sure that their one-liner jokes that make sense in Japanese now have to be retranslated into English. And on top of that, fit inside the size of the text boxes, which if at home you don't understand, in Japanese, we can say something in English that takes up, we'll say, 38 characters worth of space. While in Japanese could be like seven, and that's the size of the box they have to deal with sometimes. Yeah. To well, and I think express that. Talking about seven, I really think Cloud was like the, truly the first like deep faceted character in video games. Period. That's yeah. probably the reason why a lot of people our age have attached themselves to to the character so much, and that's why Final Fantasy VII remake is a thing. Yeah, but yeah. see, I'm I'm kind of weird when it comes to characters I got attached to because you know. You know, Matt's talking about, you know, playing it when he was 14. Uh, how old are you, Matt? I am now 36 years old. Okay, so I would have been 16. Well, 16 and a half going on 17. Mm-hmm. Um, the every, All the guys who were younger than me were all, like, completely head over heels for Tifa. Yeah, because cause she is waifu. And but yeah. here I am. I, I'm the guy who like got furiously pissed off and quit the game when Aerith dies. Because all that wasted experience and, and leveling up time, right? <laughs> no, because Aerith was my chick. I loved Aerith. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was the first like fe- female video game character. I uh, the first video game character period. I got kind of attached to. Right. And then they just you know up oh, Sephiroth killed her. So, so they're fuckers. Jake, right. you need to bring out you need to bring out the stick. You know the stick I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, j- just for Matt. So, oh no, yeah, no, I'm no immune to the stick. Yeah, I'm no, immune no, to the no stick. The stick don't work. Yeah, because you are, you are within Bob. You you are within Bob distance of Josh. This is true, but. It's funny because as as I grew up, it's funny because as as a young adult, I was I was definitely into Tifa. Well, yeah, because she for was, obvious reasons, actually, you know, she actually had like physical attributes. I mean, she had know. massive mommy milkers. I said it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there, but okay. Um, and so, and 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 a badonkadonk. Yeah. But then Aerith was like the girl next door. She was yeah. much more. And what's funny is she's supposed like you kind of relate to her better. Only yeah. because she kind of talks to you, but like in that more like boyfriend girlfriend relationship type of way, while Tifa's more like your friend type of way. And as well, I got older, looks at your head throughout the entire game, and she kind of pissed me off with that. Yeah, she yeah she's a little bit of a tease. And at she's first, I didn't understand. Bitch. I didn't understand. I thought Tifa and Barrett were an item growing See, up. See, when I, I first played it, I did, I thought Marlene was T was Barrett and Tifa's kid. Same, 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 same. I thought all I thought they were a family. That's why I was like, well, Tifa's off limits. She's married, obviously, to Barrett, and that's her kid. Yeah, and I'm not pissing off Barrett. Hell no. Yeah, Parker's got a gun for an arm. What is yeah. my sword going to do against that? Exactly, exactly, and. So, so I was definitely like more like as I grew older, definitely more of an heiress person because she was much more closely aligned to like my personality and who I would go out with like in real life. Like that's who would be my. That's, that's something else. That's something else I noticed about the remake because like she was heiress in the original, but in, in the remake they changed her name to Aerith. Now, that's how I guess it's supposed to be in Japanese in the original translation, but they thought that it was a mistranslation, like how they translated Tim Rogers has a better idea of explaining it, but the translators thought that Aerith doesn't sound like a natural um, English or we'll say American pronunciation. Um, It sounds more like it's Aerith, so they made it Aerith just so it rolls off the tongue a little bit better to English speakers. So it makes sense. It was a drastic miscalculation because Aerith seems to run off our tongues a lot better. That's what she said. So, with <laughs> Aerith becoming, Josh. yeah, hey, <laughs> hey. I don't know if, if you, maybe he's a Jesse type of guy. Maybe he's more of a. Uh, I will type tell you, guy. once remake came out, I was done with Aerith, and I was all about Jesse. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get we'll get to them. We'll get to that because there's I have I have things I have to say about that. So, but so, so so can I finally stick my two cents in as to why I never finish these stupid games? Yep, yes. we'll, give you, we'll give you a sit and a half change back. Oh, God. Okay, so... Josh hates I, doing these with me when I've had a few beers and, I've, and I'm hyped up. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, that's fine. Um, so to totally derail your, your whole thing, uh, I played Final Fantasy IX in high school. I played Final Fantasy X in high school. Never finished either one. I got to a spot in nine where I got stuck. Uh, so I was only running one save file at a time, which is a reason why I run multiples these days. Yeah. Um, I was in the, I was like, I was like at the tail end of the, wow. I was like at the tail end of the third disc. And, um, yeah, I got stuck. There, there's this one battle that you have to do. And I got stuck because I didn't level up the character that I was partnered with. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm done with this game. And I, I didn't touch it for 15 years, which I downloaded it for Switch and played up to almost that point. Uh, no, actually, I played past that point. I've already gotten past that headache. I just haven't finished the game. But yeah. I, I played 10. I played 10, and I was borrowing it, from, borrowing it from a friend, and I had to guide with it so I could just try to finish it. I got about two-thirds of the way through it and then never finished it. So, yeah, never finished either one of those. That, that's kind of the thing about Final Fantasy, though. If the story doesn't grab you enough that you have that you like have this psychological like need to finish it, you won't. I, I think both of those games, I'll be able to go back to nine because I I have it on Switch. I'll be able to go back to it and just finish it when I get a chance. Like, it's not ten. It's uh. 10, 10 and ten two. I never played ten two, but I want to go back. Which one I is want... it with the with the little uh, like featureless black blob with the straw hat? Oh, that's Final Fantasy Nine, VV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, not, he's he's like he's not featureless. He he's like the best character in the game. I, I honestly say VV is one of the most well rounded and emotionally attached characters I've had in a Final Fantasy before or since. VV is like top boy out of all of them. Right, and see, I I've I only like I I bought it and downloaded it because I'm gonna try to catch up catch completely up. Yeah, and because uh, all I've ever played is seven, ten. Slash ten two and uh, thirteen, and mm-hmm. I I never finished any of them. Yeah, um, because I I never had the patience to do it until now. Because uh, thank you Bethesda and uh, Elder Scrolls Online, where I've had to grind and grind and grind for every freaking thing I have. I've gotten used to shit taking a long time. <laughs> I literally spent four days last week doing nothing but grinding Mage's Guild in that game to get one ability. And what's funny is that 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 whole, that grind, that grind yeah. is something that in Final Fantasy VII, my cousin and I, we grinded to get the gold chocobo. Now, for those of you who are wondering, a gold chocobo, like, is this just a color? I was like, no, no, it's not just a color, it's a way of life. Yeah. Uh, to get the gold chocobo, you have to go through every other available color of chocobo and get two of them and have them fuck and make a new baby that is a higher color level and yeah. then have those two babies and you're just inbreeding the shit out of these chocobos until you get one prime chocobo that's gold. And the gold chocobo is cooler because unlike any other chocobo, uh, it can walk on water and walk over all land obstacles. Like, it can just go wherever the fuck it wants on the map. Now, there's like, I think the black chocobo lets you go over water, but it can't go over certain terrain. And then the other chocobo, there's like, I don't know, like a white one does the opposite, but the gold one does everything. And you have to have the gold chocobo to get the final summon materia, the end-all be-all, the knights of the round. Yeah. And the amount of leveling and grinding, my cousin and I, we slept on shifts. Because we were going through, because you have to go all the way to this this farm to go open up the stables. You're spending a bunch of money to buy up the chocobos, get the the food, play the music, get them to bang, take the kid, go back to the Gold Saucer Casino, where you have to now run that thing through a shit ton of races to turn it into an S-tier racing chocobo, level its ass up twice to have it bang someone else and make another kid. Rinse and repeat, you're doing this for days. Yeah. Just to get one materia. But, my god, is it the best materia in the game, hands down. 
it summons 13 dudes to beat the shit out of your enemy for each one landing 9,999 damage multiple times and ending with the giant Excalibur sword just just bash him over the head like the horny stick or whatever you guys do to me on Twitter <laughs> um, which usually no kills anything in your way for the most part, I think the only thing is like the the weapons. You can't just one shot them with that. But for the most part, most guys cannot stand that attack. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the whole gold chocobo thing is it's it's such a grind, and it but it's hilarious at the same time because yeah, it, it it is the end all be all chocobo, like you said. Uh, the only problem is you can't ask it to do math or read or. Uh, really follow simple directions without drawing another crayon because it's so inbred at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really just a drooling, at, at, darling. At, at, the re- at the risk of Josh going, hey, none of that on, on, the, on this show, I'm going to say, I mean, it gets even to the point where it believes QAnon conspiracies. That's true. I saw the text box. I have the documents. The Black Helicopter Shinra Corporation doesn't want you to know. Avalanche is what the blank no, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Alex Jones came into my room and it happens. He's on hard times because of the frogs and uh, Ho- hopefully he at least had a shirt on this time. He did, he did. That was fortunate enough for all of us because he is a triple bagger. Um, so <laughs> in Final Fantasy VII, it's funny because going back to thinking about like where the series kind of blew up from seven and how everything changed from seven. Because when you go from seven to eight, eight again was another cinematic masterpiece of a game. It's not, I'm not going to say it's the best storyline. It's full of teenage angst and bullshit. I'm not going to say it's the best combat system. It was weird as fuck, but they did go out on a ledge to say, Hey, we're going to try something new. Yeah, the, the um, story, the story was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the characters, not so much. Some, yeah, it was hit and miss. 50-50. Um, I played a little bit of it, just, you know, when I was bored from playing ESO, I'd go over there and, you know, hit a mission. Yeah. Um, the way that they did uh, Materia and Magic in that game is so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. You have to draw the, the magic up. Yeah, you have to you have to suck it out of your enemies like a vampire and equip it to yourself like an yeah. item, and you only have a limited stock of it. But the more you have equipped to you, the more powerful it is for your stats. So it's like a way of leveling up rather than focusing on getting better weapons and equipment. You're focused on getting better magic and stocking that up. Now, fortunately, maybe some people might say, unfortunately, they never went back to that. Yeah. Um, you look at nine, nine again, cinematic. But it's still turn-based. Each game is still turn-based RPG. You get to 10. 10 was the most tactical, where they really gave you a lot of agency with how you do your combat. Turn-based, but you could see the whole list of of what the future turns will be, and you're much more tactical with not only what moves will dictate who's going to go next and how you could fuck with that list to give yourself more turns, but you could swap in and out party members in the middle of a fight for the first time, I want to say. And, of course, course you know, which was, you know, that, that next generation's Tifa. Uh, I would argue that Lulu was the Tifa. Yeah, well, yeah, Lulu, yeah, Lulu had the, uh, had she, the was, ass- she had the assets. Big mommy milkers, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let you she, say that. She, there, there, there's a meme on the internet that she mommy said, vibes. My yeah. ass is not getting canceled this time. And her and Waka, that racist, were were like an item. Is fucking weird. I'm like, what yeah. does she see in him? I mean, he has a heart of gold, but he's also fucking racist. Yeah. Um, but then you get to 11 online. That that doesn't really count. For, I'm gonna say 11 and 14 really don't count for this conversation because those are the online games. I could talk about 14 in like a whole different episode. Yeah, and I, but, I I actually haven't even played it because it was an online game. Because until I found Star Trek Online, and then from there found. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76, I'd never played MMOs. Right. Yeah. So I've never actually played the MMOs, the Final Fantasy MMOs at all. Yeah. They really, it's funny, I'll say Final Fantasy 11, by extension, Final Fantasy 14, they have a lot to do with Final Fantasy 12. Final Fantasy 12 plays like an offline MMO, almost uh, akin to the Dot Hack series. Um, Okay. But it's real time, but this is. hmm? Hold, Hold on, to be fair. Final Fantasy 12 was supposed to be online. No, Final Fantasy 11, excuse me. 
it was online. Yeah, Final Fantasy XI was online. Final Fantasy XII used the same combat system as XI, modified, heavily modified, of course, but, like, inspired by, to create that single-player experience that kind of went hand-in-hand with XI, so to speak, at least, like, gameplay mechanically. Uh, But that was the first time that they then, by XI, on the PlayStation 2, had real-time combat. It still stopped for your actions, but you were in control of yourself. Kind of like that in Fallout. Yeah, like Vats. Exactly. It was like Vats before. Well, I wouldn't say before Vats was a thing, because that was a Fallout from, like, 95. Well, or, or, Fallout, or, or sooner, I want to say. They were they, they are, uh, contemporaries of one another. Exactly. So, you get to 13. 13 went back to a turn-based game. But then 14, which was online, then 15. And 15 was fully... This is when when we're going to get this is where I'm going to talk about the remake because when 15 came out this game was far and away the most divergent of Final Fantasy games. Yes. It's a Final Fantasy game but it is a game that is fully combat oriented, very action based. There are times where you could pause your action, but for 90% of it you are it's a real-time action RPG. Yeah, hack but, and slashy. And yeah, almost. And before it uh 13 was the most divergent, but it was because of the story, not because of the mechanics. Yeah, the way the story was presented, some of the mechanics were definitely different, but it was still a turn-based RPG at its core, um, in its combat. It just was very divergent in how it presented Final Fantasy as a storytelling right. uh, medium. Yeah, because like the first time I played 13, the first words out of my mouth were, what the fuck is a Lassie? <laughs> and like, what the fuck's a fallacy? Yeah. And that again, that would be a whole other episode for me to talk about thirteen because yeah. I want to like it is in the same breath my most and least favorite Final Fantasy. Yes, at the same, same. time, I love and hate it in equal parts. It's fucking yeah. weird. But when fifteen came out, fifteen is also the same blueprint that Kingdom Hearts three turned into because they used the yeah. same engine and they were heavily inspired by Tetsuo Nomura's uh pension for real time action battling because you look at uh the inspirations from the Kingdom Hearts series that led into Final Fantasy fifteen, which Tetsuo Nomura had a huge hand in. Which so, I didn't get because I never played any of the uh any of those. Right. Yeah, if you didn't play that, you'd be like, where the fuck this come from? And yeah. what the fuck is, why? Yeah, I had why? no idea what Kingdom Hearts, as far as I knew, Kingdom Hearts was just something that incorporated random characters from Disney and crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And it was, it was, it's just kind of funny that. Which Josh will probably get triggered because he likes to sing Disney tunes. For the, for the record, yes, I do. And no, I. Kingdom Hearts never... doesn't. Okay. Who doesn't? I don't. Kingdom Hearts never appealed to me, like really? at all, like at all. Is it because it, of Final Fantasy? Like it's no, 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 no. I like I like Final Fantasy, and for for the record, I did decide while we were talking to buy Final Fantasy X and X2 for the Switch, so I can actually Art. finish those two two stupid games. So I guess we can't go. get it on PS4, can we? What's that? Uh, ten and ten two. Oh, correct. You can get like literally every Final Fantasy up to like ever on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five. Yeah, you, you can get get them all, but I'm gonna play ten and ten two on Switch because Switch is portable. Mm-hmm. I can play it. I can play it at. Uh, I can play it during my lunch. Yeah. But um, no, King, Kingdom Hearts never really appealed to me. Not because of the crossover of the Square Enix characters and then Disney. It just it came out at a time where I wasn't playing RPGs. <clears throat> Fair enough. So it just never appealed to me, and then. Uh, there's like 15 freaking uh, Kingdom Hearts games, like, and then I'm I'm not even joking. Um, and it's hard to keep track of which one is which because you have the what is it, 380 over two days or whatever the bullshit is. Yeah, and, it's and like Pi to Infinity he, or some. Yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. So, so th- this is a meme that. Oh yeah, it's only 25 bucks. So yeah, do it. Um, so. So it, it's just it, there were so many games in the series. There's like seven or eight games between Kingdom Hearts one and Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's ridiculous. And there's no semblance to the order that things are kind of out there. It, there, there's no definitive timeline in that series. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Hard pass. Oh, there's there's a definitive timeline, but it is a completely obscure to figure out where everything lies in. Like, yeah, so there's a, a guy. Fuck. 
yes. A clusterfuck would be a, a kind way to put it. Um, if you, there's a YouTube guy on YouTube. I wish I remember the name off the top. Uh, um, plug him on Twitter, but he makes a, uh, lecture. He has a lecture that he does on YouTube in front of a class that's this like does not, this does not sound like my idea of a good time. Oh, it's a, it's a grand time because it's like a three and a half hour lecture to try to explain the entire plot and timeline of Kingdom Hearts so that you could play Kingdom Hearts 3 because it's just completely convoluted and it's, it's fucking hilarious. But leading, okay. this all leads into the Final fact Fantasy that when you get to all this being made with Final Fantasy 15, with Kingdom Hearts 3, Tetsuo Nomura, who kind of fucked up on 15, he said, give me one more shot. And they said, all right, we can let you handle the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake is something that we've been clamoring for since, like, Final Fantasy X. Because they came out during mm-hmm. Cerberus, which was the third-person action game starring Vincent. They had the Advent Children movie, which was kind of like the post-credits I act- teaser. Which I actually just movie. recently watched. What did you think about it, especially now, today, in 2021? I thought, you know, for... Anime, which I, we, we all know is, is our, not, the, not your the, thing. The contention point between us three. I think it's shit yeah. and I think it killed Transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, it it, it did, was really good. Shut up, Josh. Nobody really asked good. you. My turn. Really? I'm, I'm shocked that you call it really good. This is surprising. What, what did you like about it? Um, well, for one, it wasn't typical anime in the fact that they didn't have to spend 20 minutes explaining what they were going to do before they did it. Right. Um, here I am with my Buster Sword, about to take you out, Sephiroth. Like, the <laughs> yeah, it had a really, really, really good story. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that kind of irked me was I didn't like how they modeled Barrett in it. It was definitely different. It was definitely yeah. way different. They, they gave him like I think they tried to give him a glow up, but it was a little eh. Well, and they made him skinnier. Yeah, you're right. They did. Yeah, he wasn't as swole. I remember that too. He wasn't as swole yeah. as you know, he was I, in our brains, of, at least. When I think of Barrett, I think of somebody the size of freaking Wardlow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. <clears throat> or like, or freaking Ryback. You know? Yeah, like Brock Lesnar esque, at least. Come on. Now, if you're going to go that route, you go current WWE champion Bobby Lashley. Almighty, Almighty Bobby Lashley. Well, no, oh. because, because well, Barrett has a personality. Bobby Lashley has a personality, just not in camera. Yeah, that's very and, true. Very true. And, and I guess I should put that out. Uh, this is coming out after WrestleMania, so Lashley may not be the champion after Mania, but that, that's something we're going to discuss. In, uh, and that's, 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 something that only, there's so, that's something that only Vince Mark Josh likes. Whatever. Anyways, moving on. So, Matt, let, let's let's dig into this because this this has been going on a while. Um yes. The whole yeah. point of this episode is to listen to your opinion on <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake. But so far, I've not finished Remake. I enjoy oh. Remake. Okay. Where, where, where I, did you I, leave up? I, I, I don't want to spoil before, it for Before you. Matt gets started, I, I am going to say I, I, loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the combat in it. I loved the story in it. Even the fact that the story diverges, I thought was a great new telling. And now I'm going to let Matt completely destroy everything I just said. No, I'm not going to completely destroy that, but... Uh, but I, I want to talk, Josh. I just uh, want to know where did you leave off? Spoilers. Okay. Do you, you care you about did, spoilers in my rant? Uh, a little bit, yes, but it's also a 25 year old game, so I'm kind of no, no. I don't mean spoilers way. for the original Final Fantasy. I'm talking about spoilers for the remake. Yeah, the uh, remake try, is a completely try, different game. Trust me. Try to not be. Try to not be super spoilery. I, okay. I, I, I specifically, I just won't talk I, I about the ending. Specifically, want to say. That? Uh, what but I will do, what I will do you, is I will. Josh, did you get out of Midgar? No. Okay, no, no, no. He's so not at the end. Um, no, I haven't finished. So, I, I will give you a chance to be spoilery. I will actually put the he- headphones down and I will step away for like two minutes. Huh. Uh, two minutes. This is gonna be the best podcast ever. Oh lord! But I want to know before <laughs> you get into that. Intergrade, which is coming out on June the 9th. So, Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, came and went 
and Square Enix said, hey, we're going to come out with a thing called Final Fantasy VII Integrate. Integrate is a direct upgrade of Final Fantasy VII Remake. It is a Final Fantasy VII Turbo Championship Edition, so to speak. It is not a direct sequel. It is not a expansion pack. It is not a DLC. It is its own separate product. Now, I will give them this. If you own Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, already, and you want and not to the go, PS Plus version, by the way. Not the PS Plus version. You Damn actually it. bought it with your own cash money. Uh, you can take the disc, plug it into your PlayStation Five, and download Integrate and get all the new fixings. It has better uh, lighting. It has better graphics. It has better load times. It has um, some quality of life improvements when it comes to the gameplay and combat, the different difficulty settings. They've also added a whole new chapter of the game where you play as Yuffie. Which, uh, if you remember, Yuffie was not found until you leave Midgar, so I'm curious to see how they're going to integrate her into the plot. Is she literally going to be a side character that makes no contact with the main cast? Um, or well, and even then, the party? Most people, a lot of people never even got Yuffie in, in the original game. Yeah, because she was a hidden character. I mean, I, it was hard to miss her. I'll say that, but if, yeah. at least meeting her. But if you went through the process of collecting her and doing her little mini quest to get her, then she did become a member of your party. In this game, they've now yeah, her, let's see, it was her and Vincent that were the hidden characters, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah, Vincent was a little bit harder to get. Again, both both games' plots kind of put you in their peripheral, but you had to go out of your way to get them both. Yeah, Vincent a little bit easier than Yuffie, so to speak. Yeah. So that is Integrate. Integrate is just a straight upgrade. If you never bought Final Fantasy VII Remake already, I would say wait, hold up, and just get Integrate because it looks to be the more complete experience. But I'm a little – I think it's disingenuous on how they've marketed this because they they have the balls to charge you the full price of the game if you go in and say, hey, this is the whole thing. As long as – at first that's how it was, but if you can go and upgrade again, I'm like, I'm not too mad at it. But the fact that they now – are trying to incentivize people to move off of the PS4, go to the PlayStation 5, and say this this Yuffie uh, story is exclusive to the PlayStation 5. If you're on the PS4, fuck you. You can't play Yuffie. Sorry, not yeah. sorry. And I think that's a little disingenuous, especially because I went back. I'm not saying this. I'm not talking out of my ass. I'm not Alex Jones in this motherfucker. I went and found actual interviews out of that motherfucker's mouth saying that this game is going to be on the PS4. We're going to keep it on the PS4. If you bought the PS4, it'll be the definitive version. Fuck you. You lied. And it's fine. Just admit to it. Just admit to it. Come outside and say I'm a fucking liar, and I'll call it even. Because you're on my shit list along with Drake and Joey Logano at this point with coming out. <laughs> I love how saying, this is a short list. It's a very short list. Drake, Joey Logano, and Tetsuro Nomura. Fuck you three. All right? If I was in – but it's still, still, I'll still say this. If I'm stuck on a plane or stuck in a room and, and Drake, Joey Logano, and Tetsuro Nomura – were trapped in there with me, and I had a gun with two bullets. I'd still shoot Joey Logano twice. That's it. Let's <laughs> fuck that guy. And don't say, Matt, you're a pussy. You'd never say it to his face. I said it to his face twice now that he's a bitch. So that's it. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to – Man, that's a, that, 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 is, that is a lot of energy for a sport where all they do is drive fast and turn left. I know, right? I know. All um, right. But all right. with Final Fantasy VII Remake – integrate that that's what you're kind of getting into the package and the whole game now if you want to play part two because this is a multi-part series for the remake the remake only encapsulates essentially most of disc one it, it's it, it's really just the midgar city segment it only not even really it is only the midgar city segment it ends at midgar uh you leaving midgar and it says all right be prepared for part two i don't know when and now you have to go get a whole new console to keep playing this shit by the way and, yeah, you, and you and i do but yeah Cap captain i'm gonna act like a bot doesn't have to yeah over here i have a ps5 yeah, go fuck yourself with a with a goddamn ass. What, yep. What's called your George Foreman grill console? Hey, you know what, bitch? I I am enjoying my PS5 and like yeah. I said, like I said, go fuck yourself with a desert cactus. Oh wow, he's being mean. respect. Hey, it's not it's not Street Fighter we're talking about. That's not that bad. But hey, that last Street Fighter had a great campaign. Ha 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 ha! Okay, wow. stop. Wow! Wow! wow. And I'm wow. not just saying that's going to rise out of you. I actually enjoyed playing it. <laughs> oh, Bad I don't even know you. What the fuck? 
communist, but um, shit. Well, I, I mean, I've been, I've, been, I've been called a communist liberal today, so you know, disabled me hard on that one. Um, so That's I, a I take you can't it, even think. So I want to then talk about spoilers of the end of of one, how it leads into two, and this is what I'm very intrigued by, especially with how it compares to the original. So uh, if we want to put uh, two minutes on the clock for Josh to bow out now, let me know when you do that. I'm going to step away for two minutes. I got got the timer going. I'm going to get the, uh, I'm going to get the horn, the uh, basketball horn ready. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Get that ready. Okay. Two two minutes going now and I'll be back in a few. So with Final Fantasy seven remake, would you finish the game? The, if you remember playing the original and when you left Midgar, uh, you're just, the, the story still continues, but they need to come up with something like pretty fucking big at the end of remake. So you're fighting fate. You're fighting destiny. You're fighting time itself and having a big fucking match against Sephiroth. Again, you guys never like, like clashed yet oh. until like way later in the game in the original. But this place, you're throwing hands early and, and semi often when you get to the end. And you are always, throughout the game, Cloud has this weird awareness of the original Fall Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his character, he acts differently than the original Fall Fantasy VII. He is much more open-minded. He's more loud. He's a little bit more brash. He's a little, he has a lot more personality. Yeah. I love this Cloud more than the original Cloud. Yeah. Uh, I fell in love with this Aerith. The moment when Aerith is like this kind of prissy girl and you kind of think you have an idea of what she is and you're going across the rooftops and she misses the jump and she goes, shit. I said, fuck it A. This is the greatest game ever. I love this already. <laughs> yeah. And, the cross I reacted scene. to that too. Oh yeah, the cross dressing with Don Corneo and Cloud <laughs> looks like he's he looks okay, but he doesn't doesn't look as good as fucking Tifa or Aerith. And you get picked. Oh, and you do everything right. It's so good the way they did the whole storyline. Uh, uh, yeah, Cloud get falls down. Okay, yeah. And he, and Tifa is like, Cloud, like, you look good. He goes, yeah, I know, I rocked it. Thank you. Moving on. Like, that <laughs> line was a throwaway, but a fucking banger of a line. You it's get to the end, though, and the whole thing's about fighting fate and fighting destiny. And yeah. it's fighting the decisions you made in the original game, I think. Because when this is done, who comes back? Zack. Zack, the dude who died at the end of Crisis Core on the PSP, which is a fucking banger of a game that, like, no one – I feel like more people need to play. Zack is the guy that Cloud originally was. Cloud took his identity. He yeah. was the guy. Zack sacrificed his life to save Cloud, who was not a soldier first class. He was just a grunt. He was a private. But he believed yeah, he, he because He wasn't of, even in soldier. No, he was just a bodyguard, essentially. Like, he was just a grunt on the side. That's it. He just happened to be around the events of Nibelheim, and that happened to be where he was from, but he had it had nothing to do with him. But he was the guy that, like, him and Tifa, childhood friend, uh, came and saved her, ran through Sephiroth. He lost his mind uh, because of the Mako poisoning, and he took on this personality. That's why he was so uh, attached to Aerith. But Zack comes back. He comes out to fight, and it shows the ending. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the part where Zack dies. Oh, this is crazy how they're showing this. I don't even know why, but this is awesome. And then he walks away. Zack is – you end this game with Zack walking back to fucking Midgar while you're on your way out. And you guys are literally crossing paths. And the rest of Avalanche is now all alive again because your actions undid the wrongs, and because of the things you undid, you undid Zack. And this is my theory going forward. Sephiroth is not the big bad guy at the end of this. I have this weird suspicion that Cloud will be the bad guy, and Zack is going to have to undo the shit Cloud's doing right now. Ooh. Yeah. I got goosebumps thinking about this. The implications of this are fucking insane. But it's it's now it's fair game. Now that's why that's why I'm so pissed that I have to buy a PlayStation fucking five. Which you were gonna do anyway. <laughs> Which I was gonna do anyways. I might actually get an Xbox. I'm not gonna lie. I might yeah. actually get the Xbox over the if 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 it still has the same game. I might I'm leaning toward that right now. To be perfectly honest, um, that's for another conversation. However, yeah, and, you, and you and I can talk later about both, and you can. 
play yeah. both when whenever you come to my house. Did, next. Oh, so I didn't get the air horn. I don't know if that'll be piped in later, but uh, you 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 went long. But I, yeah. I assume I went long because that's how I usually do. That's what she said. But uh, did I get any of the? Did you get any of the spoilers? Uh, I didn't really hear any of it. I actually got up for like two minutes. I needed All to right, stretch. Good. So good, good. All right, perfect. Because I, I went heavy into spoiler territory, but in the end, I'm going to say this. This is I'm going to let me wrap this up a little bit. Fall Fantasy VII is one of my favorite games of all time. Yes, Fall yes, Fantasy VII Remake is one of my favorite PS4 games of all time. Uh, I love the combat. I love the characters. I love the changes that they made in everything. This is the highest praise I can give it. Final Fantasy VII Remake plays like Final Fantasy VII the original did in my own brain, thinking back to when I was a kid. With yeah. the nostalgia glasses on. That's what it was, and that's what it is. And it's fucking phenomenal of a game, and I just can't wait to play more of it. I bought that game twice. I bought a copy for my sister so she could play it, and I got a copy for myself, so now I got two copies because she wouldn't give me back my fucking original copy, so I keep playing it. Not saying any shade, Alyssa, but I want my fucking copy back. So I bought a second copy, so I trade it with her so I can get it back because that's how much I love this fucking game. So there It's you my second favorite. What's your first favorite? Uh, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Oh, okay. Oh, Morrowind. Yeah, that's. Oh, my my favorite PS4 game is God of War, but that's just because uh, solid picks. I'm not saying like no one's coming up here and going like my favorite game was Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Like that, that's no one's favorite game. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah, exactly. So we're fine. Okay. All, okay. all and, and we'll not get into Kenny Omega because he'll probably pick the Street Fighter that pisses Matt off. Yeah, let, let's 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 not. So let's let's end this conversation because this has been a very long episode. Uh, oh, we needed a long one though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> most that's people true. do. Giggity. All right, all right. For for these two chuckle Besides, I gotta go catch a kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for, for for these two for these two chuckleheads. Uh, my name is Josh. Of course, I was joined by Matt and Jake. Uh, talking Final Fantasy because we like video games here on the Elder Millennials podcast. Until next week, be safe, take care of each other, wear your masks, wash your hands, and uh, don't be morons. So, take care. And always remember, hashtag Lethal Lothario and hashtag The Absolute Unit are the good podcast brothers. Yeah, don't don't ever don't ever hashtag those things, please. please Thank you. Hashtag them, please do it. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that, hashtag them and DM them to Josh. Yes. Do not slide into my DMs unless you're a hot chick. Anyways, good night. You've been listening to the Elder Millennials Podcast. Please follow this podcast by subscribing to the Elder Millennials on your podcast service of choice. You can also find this podcast on anchor.fm. You can also find us online via Twitter and Instagram at ElderMillPod and on Facebook at facebook.com slash ElderMillPod. On behalf of all of us here at the Elder Millennials, we'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast and we'll catch you soon. Goodbye everyone. <laughs> you probably shouldn't laugh anymore. <laughs>